Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Tuesday, April the 12th, 2022. And y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with your boy Ray G. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Let's see who's in the building. Um, Johnny, main event, Reese Chapman, Garrett G, Joe Sanchez, Silence of the Lamb, James, what's up, my guy? Alex, Mark, Marcel, Shane, Joe, Mike, A, Marlon, Brandon, Matt Bruning, in the building, Adrian, John, Michael, Ro, Ro. How y'all doing this morning? Glad y'all decided to get up. Where do y'all live? Are y'all like up already or do you actually wake up? and then turn the show on. Either way, we appreciate you being here, and we appreciate our partners. Prospects use the promo code WAKEUP for 100% deposit match, dollar for dollar, up to $100. Before we started the show, I heard Jay, you said something, and I heard it, and I was like, God damn it, Jay. You said the MLB betting model was giving you fits? Come on, Jay. For those of y'all don't know, that don't know, Jay is like the doer of all things behind the scenes. Graphics for the show, uh, building probability models for 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 prop betting, um, and then he actually built his uh, his quarterback rankings that we're going to talk about today. Uh, today, Jay, a lot of people don't know you're kind of a jack of all things, man. We we appreciate your hard work and everything that you do, big dog. How you doing this morning? Thank you, thank you. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. You know, like I said, I, I was wanted to take a different approach to these quarterback rankings, so we'll obviously dive into that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick true to them. The numbers that they are, I'm gonna stick true to them. That you know, there'll be some dissension a little bit, but I'm I'm happy with where they're at, and I think that people will appreciate it to some degree. There will be some dissertion for sure, and I'm sure we'll have some disagreements on that. But I don't want to have another show where it's like our wide receiver rankings, where we're just agreeing on everything, got pretty much yeah, the same yeah. rankings. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. good and bad, you know? We're, we're in lockstep in that regard, which is good, but this will be a little bit different. So whether in super flexing quarterback, these top 10 quarterback rankings. But yeah, man, these models, dude, It's MLB is a wild world. People think that some of these sports have a lot of stats. They, they really don't know, like... It's crazy for baseball. So I'm getting that rolling, putting it all together. Got a lot of data, but uh, I need a little bit more and got to obviously test it with only four games played, five games played. It makes that difficult. So going to take a bit of time, but slowly getting there, slowly getting there for sure. Man, I got my I got my state of Texas in the building. I see California. Uh, Cali, it's 5A damn M. 5A damn M in California, and they are up, tapped in with us. No, we do not have Baker Mayfield at QB3, Santa Barbara, San Francisco. Uh, we got we got the South in the building. Uh, Florida is a whole nother country of its own. Florida is in the building. Uh, the United Republic of Florida. Uh, it, it's dope, man. So, Jay, I, I got a quick... I got to digress. I got to rant a little bit because oh, no. we talked about this privately amongst ourselves in the Discord. And then for those of y'all who don't know, there's a there's a world of Twitter called Black Twitter um, where all <laughs> things cultural are discussed. And Jay, yesterday, the topic in Black Twitter was, do you call a face towel a washcloth or a small towel? 
And it reminded me of the conversation we had where people talk about like when you wash, you shower, you take a bath, yeah. do you use just your hand and a bar of soap or your hand mm -hmm. and shower gel and just rub your body or do you use a damn washcloth? And I thought it was just asinine to think that people actually just grab the bar of soap and just rub mm -hmm. the bar of soap on your... How do you take a shower and not use a washcloth? Like, I... I, I I don't understand this, Jay. Like, may, maybe it's cultural. I, I I don't know. But never have I grabbed a bar of soap and just used my hand in soap and just did. You have to clean your... How are you cleaning yourself if you don't use the washcloth? I, we've got like a million of those things, right? And you don't reuse the... After you use the washcloth, it's, you, you put it in the hamper. You let it dry out. You throw it in the hamper. Who's out there just squirting body wash in their hand and just doing... You're not... How are you cleaning yourself? Jay, am I crazy? I mean, uh, no. So, what I, so <laughs> I am I am a hand cleaner. I'll, I'll openly admit oh, that to the people. I'm a hand oh. cleaner. So judge me if you shall. I'm but judging what, Ray, what I will tell you I'm judging is that you. Soap, is, soap is already pretty clean, right? So I'm, I am already, when I'm washing myself, I'm washing myself. But what I will say about what you do, and, and if you choose to go the cloth route, how you do it is actually hygienic, but most people, they may use a washcloth four, five, you know, before they decide, oh, maybe I should wash this, that's when it's dirty. So dermatologically, dermatologically speaking, using just your hand is actually the cleanest method because when you're using a dirty cloth, then it becomes more and more dirty to wash yourself with said dirty cloth. But how you go about it is the right way so maybe ray you're onto something and you're actually the cleanest of us of us all because you're using a washcloth exactly. and you are replacing you, it frequently you replace it. so to be fair you are doing it the right way a lot of people people who use loofahs don't understand how dirty loofahs are because people don't actually clean their what, loofahs what they i just don't sit understand there is like, listen man maybe it's just me Maybe it's, maybe it's just GQ, but by the end of the day, after you've had, you know, after you've, you, you've taken a hard workout, you know, you done went to the restroom multiple times a day, I'm not trying to throw this back there, back there, right? And just like in there, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that, dog. Like I'm not, I, I'm not trying to do that, right? Like that is, that is something that I don't look forward to doing, right? So the cloth yeah. provides a layer of protection from this bad boy right here when I'm going deep, yeah. right? Like when I've got to really yeah. cleanse myself. And you know, even like your arm, you're just taking the soap and just doing this, man, you got to scrub yeah. yourself, baby. You got to scrub with the cloth. Then you dry the cloth out, you, you reuse it, and you, you don't reuse it. The same people, I guarantee you, I guarantee all of you out there, the same people who hand wash with just soap in a bar of soap, you probably only change your bed sheets once every three weeks. I guarantee it. And I bet you use the same dry off towel multiple times after bathing. I bet you do. I bet you may not admit it. You may not admit it, but you don't change your damn sheets weekly. I don't. Don't me? you lie to me. We no, not you. Not weekly? you. I'm talking to the people. Weekly. We change our sheets weekly first of all we got a maid service okay. that comes in real, we, get, we have maid service that comes every two the real question is <laughs> does gq change his sheets weekly or does the sheets get changed weekly that's Doesn't the matter. real question i'm at here. a point Everyone in my life where i pay for convenience i i'm not i'm not cutting no fucking grass i'm not cleaning oh, the house we will pay i am at a point 
God has blessed me. I am so appreciative and happy. I will pay for convenience at this stage of life. I am paying for convenience. I, I want my yeah. life to be as easy and pain-free as possible. So, yes, we do hire somebody to come in. But the point is, the sheets get changed weekly. <laughs> that's the, Ray that's G, the, the one percenter over here, I pay I'm for far, convenience. I'm far from but, a one percenter. Jesus. Okay. All right. Neither here nor there. What's the show today? What is this, what's the show today with top your filthy ass-washing hand? All right, top 10 QBs uh, for Dynasty. We appreciate y'all. I, I just had to – this was a big okay. point of contention amongst black Twitter yesterday, so we had to bring it to the show. Um, top what's 10 it Dynasty like being part of black Twitter, actually? Can you, can you explain that to me? What's that like? I don't um, think I've been – I've, I haven't been brought into the fold. Yeah, it's, yet. What's it yeah, like? It's it's not bad, man. Good? It's it's got its good days yeah. and its bad days. You know, good days and bad days. <laughs> just like Twitter just, in general. Just like Twitter in general. Yeah. Uh, top ten dynasty quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, what are you looking for? Stability. You looking for the big arm? You looking for the dual threat guy? Um, who should you be investing in? Where's the cutoff point in startup drafts? I think uh, these are all things that we have to take into consideration when we're thinking about these quarterbacks, right? And we just got an influx of more talent because Deshaun Watson is back. Um, we've got so many young guys from the 2020 class, Herbert and Burrow. You still got some of the old Wiley vets, right? The old Wiley vets, old Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray uh, running around, scrambling around the toddler out there, just bawling week in and week out. What are you looking for? What's your flavor? Are you the type of person that uh, believes in these Russian quarterbacks don't aren't going to have the longevity and they're not going to have the career? Uh, do you want the big arm passer? I think there's so many different ways in which you can build your QB room in Dynasty. And Jay, for me, the way that I super flex, I have to have stability at that position. I have to have stability, man. I just... I don't like going into the season churning old quarterbacks or, you know, I, I know some people who walk out of a dynasty startup and their quarterbacks are Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, and and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Matt Ryan, um, you know, Tom Brady, and 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 Davis Mills. I, I do not personally like to build my dynasty rosters like that. I want one elite – I want an elite quarterback. Like, I, I will do everything in my power to get one of the top guys – then I need a mid, mid-tier mid guy with some upside, and then I have no problem taking, you know, a shot on QB2s. I know my friend Scott Connor, uh, shout out to uh, Dynasty and Chill, his podcast. Uh, he says QB2s don't matter. They just don't matter. If you got QB2s in Dynasty, they don't matter, and I don't know all the minutiae and details as to why he says that, but he lays out a case as to why quarterback twos don't matter. Um, do you want insulation? Do you want to pay for just having somebody that's going to be a warm body to get you, you know, 19 fantasy points per game? Uh, so I think this is a really good time in, in Dynasty Fantasy Football where there are a ton of good quarterbacks to, to choose from, man. Even at the top of this, I don't think we're going to agree. Our top five will look different. We have not discussed the top five, Jay, but our top five will look totally different, and it's going to be interesting to build out this top ten um, on the show. So let's get it started, Jay. Pop it off. QB1 in Dynasty, who is it? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was my quarterback mm. one by point mm. zero three. Mm. So it was so close, so close. Although when I walked in the exercise, I was like, I think it's Josh Allen pretty easily. And I think it's just because he's got the most talent. Like this is still a fantasy football show at the end of the day. Who's yeah. a more fantasy friendly quarterback than Josh Allen? Um, but I think Justin Herbert's right there. And so for me, I had Justin Herbert at the top. A little bit of age bias is really what it came down to in the model. 
Um, but everything else is basically the same. The difference is the contract for me. But to your point about what do I consider, these are things I consider. Talent, team, contract, job security, and uh, the coach, because the coach matters a little bit too. So those are the five things that I considered um, along with age in my model. And uh, Justin Herbert came out of the top. Okay. Who'd you have at the top? Uh, Josh Allen, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, Josh Allen. I, I think it's... Yeah, that's fine. In my opinion, I think it's it's clear cut. I think Josh Allen is the QB you want. If I'm sitting there at 101, I can't trade out, or I'm at 102, somebody takes Josh. Uh, uh, jo- uh, what's the damn running back's name from the Colts? Jonathan Taylor. They take Jonathan him Taylor. 101. Um, I, I think the, what he provides, uh, his rushing floor. Uh, the, you see what happens when they finally got him a a wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. Just absolutely, just amazing. I think Josh Allen is the QB one um, in Dynasty. I, I, I get when you say contract and all of that. I mean Herbert doesn't have a contract. He's still playing on a rookie deal. Um, yeah, that's why he's I, he's a little bit lower because of that. The contract is expected, but it's not solidified, and that's why I do have Allen a little bit higher in that category, right? But everything yeah, else, mean, talent, team, security, coach, I had them all the same across the board. The difference I was mean, the age adjustment, and then uh, Josh Allen having a little bit more contract stability. I think he did it, man. I mean, you know, even even his first two years where he finished points per game 14th and 11th, his first two years, 2018-2019, back-to-back seasons of finishing QB1 fantasy points per game, averaging 25.4 in 2020 and then 24.6 in 2021. Um, you know, 763 rushing yards, 36 passing touchdowns, completion percentage. I don't think we're ever going to see Josh Allen with a 70% completion percentage or above, but 63%, 4,400 yards. He is the straw that stirs that drink. He is the engine to Buffalo Bills' offense. And even if they draft a running back, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, he's still going to be heavily involved in the ground game. When they get inside the two-yard line, he's probably the favorite to run those goal line carries. Uh, I I think it is clear-cut Josh Allen is QB1. So, Jay, I'm going to to take the win on this one, and I am going to put Josh Allen as QB1, but... We're going to put your Herbert at QB2. We're going to build these out. Josh Allen, QB1. I will defer to you with Herbert at QB2 because coming into this exercise, my QB2, it was a toss-up between Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. I'll give you the win there. So let's talk Patrick Mahomes as QB3. Where do you have him in your rankings? He's tied with Deshaun Watson at QB3. Okay. So they they are literally okay. identical um, across the board. It's very difficult to find a difference between Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson for me, especially now with Tyree Kilgon. You know, you look at the team situation; it's very similar. They have you know one main target and a lot of good weapons around them. You know, Deshaun Watson more heavily leaning on the running game, and then you have Patrick Mahomes more on the passing game. But I don't view his weapons as the same as what he had before, and that's one of the reasons why he was a little bit lower in my grading system. If he had Tyree Kill, he would be up there with Allen and, and Herbert. But he doesn't. And I think that's a factor. You know, they may add guys, they may change things. But for me, they ended up literally neck and neck. And honestly, if I'm talking about a talent perspective, I think it's really, really close. They both have the contract. They both have similar teams, similar coach. I mean, coaches, sorry, slightly more on Mahomes. I think the team is more on Deshaun Watson's side. But again, I still come back to this guy led the, led the league in passing on a dog shit franchise. What is yeah. he going to do on a good team? And so for Mahomes, he's losing the best weapon probably he's ever had realistically in Tyreek Hill. How does he perform and how does that offense change in the wake of Tyreek Hill leaving? And those are two questions I'm trying to figure out. But for me, I, again, it's literally a toss up. There was no desertion between the numbers. Those are the two guys for me next. And where are you at with Mahomes and with uh, Watson? 
What it, so for me, uh, my top three were Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. Those were my top three, okay? Mm-hmm. My, my question is, because we're, we're kind of, it's like all these guys are tier one quarterbacks, but my yeah. question is, is there a cutoff? Like, in a dynasty startup, I know a lot of people, some people say, Jonathan Taylor, take the take the running back, take the stud running back because, you know, the, the replacement level positions, the players, like there's the biggest gap between Jonathan Taylor and every other running back. But is there a cutoff point with these quarterbacks? Is it Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, and then kind of a break, and then everybody else? Like, for me, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the last time he finished QB1 was 2018, I believe, when he threw for, yeah, 50 touchdowns, yeah. Uh, fantasy points per game. But QB6, QB2, last year QB5 with 37 touchdowns. And what's sneakily been helping Patrick Mahomes is his rushing, right? 381 rushing yards, couple of rushing touchdowns, damn near 5,000 passing yards again. How much does not having Tyreek Hill hurt him this season? And is this an opportunity to be getting – Patrick Mahomes on a discount because I've seen some people have him outside their top five as far as dynasty quarterbacks. Uh, I, I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these guys, Jay. And maybe the maybe the savvy move would be if you're sitting at 101 or 102 and all three of those quarterbacks are available, trade back and take whichever one falls to you at like three, right? Or, or where, wherever that cutoff is. I know yeah. you said you have Deshaun Watson tied with Mahomes at three. I actually have Deshaun Watson at QB4 in Dynasty. And you go back to the season he played um, in Houston prior to him sitting out an entire year. The fact that he was able to to lead the league in passing, still give you those yards on the ground. I, I, I don't expect him to be Deshaun Watson of 2020 this season. I, I don't because I, I fully expect Deshaun Watson to get suspended to some degree. It seems like the way that the Browns built that contract, they're even prepared for him to sit the entire season, right? That's why they've yep. only got, what, a million, million. bucks? One million yep, on the books it. this year. So I think they're even prepared. You know, fingers crossed, hope for the best. Maybe it's an eight-game suspension, a 12-game suspension that gets reduced to eight, eight that gets reduced to six. Point is, I do think the personal conduct policy will come into play with Pat, with Deshaun Watson, and I think he's going to get suspended. Even if it's for the whole year, I don't care. I still have him ranked that high. I still have him as QB4. Uh, you put him on Cleveland's team, and again, it, it's it's crazy because Cleveland didn't even have – they still have their second-round pick from uh, the trade with Houston. So they can upgrade the quarterback, the wide receiver position. And with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, I do think he'll be able to attract free agents. And I have not looked at what the free agent class at the wide receiver position looks like for next season, but you better believe that players are going to want to play with Deshaun Watson. So for me, uh, he's a top five quarterback, locked and loaded. He slides right back up into there. And I th- I still think he's going. I've, I've only participated in one um, dynasty startup draft since his reinstatement or since the trade uh, from Houston to Cleveland. And I think he went right at the back of the first round, top of the second round. So if you're telling me that I can potentially start my my dynasty draft off with, especially out of the 111, 112 spot, Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson, I'm doing that 10 out of 10 times. Where are you at with Watson? And I know you said you have him tied at QB3. So those are kind of your four, right? Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Watson. Yeah, and to add some more context to that, right, DLF released their April ADP, and so you have Mahomes at one, Allen at two, Herbert at three, and Watson's all the way down at QB eight at 11 overall in Superflex leagues. So like you're saying, right, if you're at 111, I would happily trade out of 101, 102, 103 to land Watson at 111. Now, there's no guarantee that's going to happen, but if you can get some pretty good value in return, that's a move I'd be willing to make because, again, he is a tier one quarterback for me. 
And I just believe in the talent. Like I, I like you're saying, it, the suspension is coming. But the thing with Watson before was like he could go to jail. He could miss multiple years. We have no idea what's going to happen. Now we know what's going to happen. And on top of that, a team gave him a five-year contract. So they are very confident in him and his abilities to play. If he gets suspended this year, so be it. But I think the team overall and how they're built, they're going to be a good team. They're already all in on him. And I think they're only going to further go all in on Watson to bring in more talent, draft wide receivers, and you know ultimately make that team better and better because we know how good that defense is. Watson's easy QB4. I have no problem taking him ahead of Mahomes. I know people think I hate Mahomes, but like I don't think they realize what's going to change without Tyree Kill. And, and so unless well, they find a way to replace man. that... I think we realize it, man. He's still so. going as QB1, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing so, that. Um, that's you know, the problem. But I, again, you know, it depends, depends on where you're at. I, I, somebody asked, would you take Watson at 104? You don't have to. I think that's the beauty yeah. of it. Like, you don't have to do that. Um, all right, who's your QB5? Because now we, we've got some dissension and some disagreement. Uh, who's your QB5? Joe Burrow. Joe right. Shiesty is my QB5. Um, I know that people aren't going to like that, but for as long as I've played Dynasty, I've always leaned on the passing quarterbacks. And, and you know, you look across the board, it's very easy for me to tell you, explain why I think Joe Burrow is a, a better quarterback for Dynasty. I think his team's better, right? Right off the bat, he plays with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon. Who does Lamar Jackson have? He's got Mark Andrews, sure. He's got Hollywood Brown. He's got running backs that no one really wants in Dynasty. And the Ravens don't even really want. They're talking about drafting new guys receivers you know Bateman maybe takes a step up I think the problem for me with Lamar is that as talented as he is and he's my QB6 so don't go crazy now he's is that he has to do it all on his own and the Ravens haven't really shown an ability to get him players that can that can help him and so if he doesn't rush for 1300 yards in a season that's where I think you're in trouble you know Joe Burrow the issue for him this year and why he wasn't a higher rated quarterback was because he turned the ball over a lot I believe he had 14 interceptions this year and if he was able to clean that up and ultimately go even higher in a touchdown perspective passing perspective I know he's not going to run on the ground I understand that but for me I'm leaning on the talent of the offense where they're going to project going forward and the reason why I have him ahead but I totally understand if you like Lamar more Lamar didn't fall much further behind like I said he was QB6 in the model although I in my opinion where I would have a tear break is actually Joe Burrow at five I think that mm. top five is a lot closer to what I'd be looking for in a starting quarterback and a top quarterback. I understand if you want to put Lamar Jackson in there. That's just not really how the numbers fell and kind of where the natural tear break was in the model. Can you guess how many his career high in pass attempts for a season, Lamar Jackson? Like when you're looking Probably at... Probably like Al 440. Man, 401 in 2019. Yeah. You know? It would have been seems, a lot more last year, but he got hurt, yeah. right? Like, I know he was he tra hurt. on trajectory for, I think, over 500, but he got hurt, so he didn't get there. But yeah, I mean, because his career high in yards is only like what? Is it like 2,800 or 2,900? 3,100. But that season, he rushed for 12. Here's my thing with Lamar, and I do have Lamar Jackson as QB5. I have him over Joe Burrow. We've, we have not seen a quarterback with the rushing ability in the history of NFL like Lamar Jackson. Like, we, we haven't seen it. I, I've, I watched Michael Vick at Virginia Tech. Like, I, I wasn't one of these latecomers that just heard about Michael Vick uh, when he came out of prison and went to Philly. Like, I watched him throughout his career at Virginia Tech, uh, through Atlanta. I had the, Mike Vick, the first pair of Nike Mike Vick shoes that came out. I remember getting those, standing in line. Back, back in the days when I used to wake up early, go to the mall, and stand in line for shoes. Um, you know, it, Vick was an explosive athlete. And at that point, to the likes that the NFL had never seen before, but he doesn't hold a candle to what Lamar can do on the ground. I, I, I just think he is 
He's the best rushing quarterback we've ever seen in football. And he doesn't take big hits, man. I think he took a couple last year, but he never gets hit hard. He never gets hit hard. He finally has a a, a set of competent weapons around him. Uh, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman. We'll see what they do in the draft. Uh, for me, I, I have no question about his rushing floor or rushing ceiling when you've got a quarterback that can literally go out there and get you a thousand on the ground and three thousand through the air um I, I i it's 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 to the likes of which we've never seen um last year finished seventh in points per game only playing in 12 games sprained his ankle um eighth in 2020 and then he was first in 2019 um averaging th- and think about this for a second Josh Allen, back-to-back seasons, fantasy QB1, averaging, I think it's around 24, 25 points per game. In Lamar Jackson's yeah. 2019 season, where he had 1,200, 3,100 uh, passing yards, he averaged 28.2 fantasy points per game. Three whole points more than Josh Allen's been able to produce over the past two years, and he's been the quarterback one back-to-back. It, there, there's, no comp- there's nothing like what Lamar Jackson, the dynamism that he brings to the table. Um, he's only 25 years old. He's going to get a contract extension at some point. So for me, because of that, and I know Joe Burrow can go out there and throw for 50 touchdown passes. I've got Burrow at six. If I'm on the clock and it's between Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, I'm rolling with L. Jax. It just, it's just what he can do is just incredible. And when he does lose a step or two, he will still be a step or two faster than everybody else. I mean, we we saw that with, with Mike Vick. He he sat out of football, went to prison, came back and still got a 100 million dollar deal. Um and I don't think he's he's the quarterback that Lamar Jackson is. He he's not. Uh, Michael Vick's career completion percentage and and passing yards per attempt are are inferior to that of Lamar Jackson. So for me, I've got Lamar at five. I'm not going to argue Burrow at six. So I think I get I took the QB one spot. I took Allen. So I'll give you Burrow at at five to round out. No, our, take our take, comp- take Lamar. Take Lamar at five. And okay. the reason why okay. I'll, I'll give I'll give you that is because not only do you have the combination of floor and ceiling with Lamar, my concerns stem with the organization and how they're building around him more so than the talent itself versus Burrow, who has the organization support in full and is a great quarterback on top of that. But I'm fine with putting Lamar at five and having Burrow with six. Now, where are you at with QB7? Because this is where I think there's going to be a lot of dissension, not so much between us, but this this is where it gets really murky for me. After Lamar, not to say that I don't want these guys, but I think you can kind of pick your poison and who, who you want to ultimately go with because I think there's a few directions you could take your team at this point. All right, so people are talking about um, – somebody said I'm showing my age. Ray stood outside of stores waiting for – yeah, man. That's that's how you had to do it. Back when I was a kid, when I was in high school, growing up in Vegas, man, we would rotate whose mom was going to take us up to the Meadows Mall to stand in line outside of Foot Action or Foot Locker uh, to cop the latest release. Back when Jordans were 120 bucks, man, 124 pair of J's, and now shit – 200 220 250 300 but yeah man we used to we used to stand outside i remember my mom when jordan the 20s came out uh, my mom actually stood in line uh for me um in dc to get my j's yeah i'm i'm showing my age man gq's been around a little while chat is off the chain i'm peeping y'all are hey man be easy be is it's too early for beef it's 7 30 what are we beefing for what are we beefing for baby it's all love it's gq y'all chill out all right, Jay, QB7. So we got Lamar at five, Joe Burrow at six. Everyone's asking where the F Kyler Murray is. Do you have him at QB7? Right. Yep, easily. Easily. Right, right at, right right at right. QB7, Kyler Murray. 
The angry again. toddler. The angry toddler. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> he wants his extension. I get it. I, the problem for me with Kyler is like you, you see the ceiling in some games, in some plays. Like he really is Lamar light in terms of rushing ability. He's got the can of the arm on top of that. The offense and Cliff don't love it right now but again that is what it is and his play is suspect at times like we have to we have to admit that it's just he's talented supremely talented oh, maybe even one of the top quarterbacks in all of football in terms of people, talent people are talking about mike vick they ain't gonna want to see what's behind me jay they don't like mike <laughs> vick jay, jay they don't like oh they don't vick. like mike vick oh like no he, oh man yeah, that's signed like too yeah man this is this Ooh. is legit shit man v tech VTech. Where you get that like from? Huh? You get that from Pristine Auction? Yeah, man. Yeah. There no, you go. No, Look I at did. you. I did, I did not. <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. So, either way, about, about Kyler Murray, the thing for me is just the offense. I understand where he's coming from, but I just prefer all of these other quarterbacks in terms of where they're at, their development, and how they're playing in the NFL right now. I don't need my quarterback throwing tantrums and trying to get a contract and all these things. I, I, I don't need that. I love all the guys ahead of him. I'm fine with them here. And I'm assuming you agree with that. You know, he's got all the talent in the world, but he hasn't quite realized it yet in the NFL. I think all the other quarterbacks ahead of him have done that and then some um, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I just I just want to say, like, serious note. You know what I'm saying? I, I see some beef in the chat. Um, I love that. I got two dogs. I showed you. You know, you've seen my dogs. Love my dogs. I've had two dogs. I had a Rottweiler as my first dog, Zor. Um, I got Bella and Booker now, multi-poo, uh, two little multi-poo, poof, poof dogs, love dogs. Uh, when, when we're talking about these players, uh, Deshaun Watson, Michael Vick, uh, name probably 60% of other NFL players that you guys don't know, this is strictly what they do on the field. You know, their personal um, escapades and endeavors and things that they've done. I just We try to separate that shit, right? There's a lot of things... Man, I know a lot of cats that played play ball at a high level, man, and they're not the they're not the most savoriest of characters off of the field. Um, you know, we we we've got to be able to at least for us and what we do is compartmentalize fantasy football because that's what we're here to talk about to the the moral ethics of of who they are as people. Um, and I'm always careful and mindful because if we dove into each other's past and the shit that we do on a day-to-day, there's probably some things that, that, that we do that probably would be frowned upon by others. So uh, this, this, these rankings or highlighting a player's athletic ability on the field or the court are completely um, just based on that. I don't, uh, I don't agree with a lot of shit that happens, right? But we're here to just talk about what these cats do on their field of competition. And uh, Deshaun Watson is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if the NFL says he can come back and play, as did the NFL said Mike Vick could come back and play, then, you know, if you want to take the stance, and some people do take that stance in Dynasty where they say, I will never manage a player, I will never roster that player, then that's your prerogative, right? But, you know, we're just looking at who's going to score the score the points. Um, and Kyler Murray's going to score a ton of them. Um I, I guess I'm not as concerned about the contract thing and the, the deletion of pictures on Instagram. I, I'm more just, you know, everything that I, I think the allure and the the ceiling, like the ceiling of Kyler Murray is like higher than he's actually. Like he, he's been very good, 100%. right? He, but I, I don't think he's been like as good as we might think he's been. Uh, you know, it, even when the when the prop for Kyler Jay his his passing yard line came out, I was like, Kyler's never thrown for more than 
you know, X number of yards. 4,000 yards or something yeah, like four, that. Yeah, he, he's never had a 4,000-yard passing season. Um, you know, completion percentage, pretty solid, right? Right around probably average of 66%. Um, he's giving you, you know, gave you 819 yards on the ground. Finished QB 11, QB 3, QB 4, 22, 24, and 18 fantasy points per game as a rookie. I, 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 he's below all those other guys for me, Jay. Um, still like him. If I have him, I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm not concerned about, you know, the holdout or any of that stuff. He's 24 years old. I just, I can't put him in that air of Lamar, of Herbert, or Allen, or Mahomes, or even Joe Burrow at this point, man. No, I'm with you. I think that's that's the problem is that everyone above him is just so talented and has really shown it in the NFL to a high degree. And as much as I love Kyler and the talent, and we've talked about this multiple times, it feels like for multiple years, how talented Kyler is, it just hasn't been realized yet, or at least at the ceiling that we want to put him in that top three, top five. You know, he was being drafted that way in some respects, I think a year ago or two years ago. But now it's like about time where he's got to actually show it on the field. We can't just do it with you know what we expect to see or project going forward especially as hopkins gets older and they're not really adding to that offense to make it better and cliff potentially could be on the way out right like i think there's a lot of things that could happen for kyler good or bad and we don't really know how it's going to change but who do you have at your qb8 because oh man this is going to be this is tough for me i i didn't like to see this because you know how i feel about this guy I had a dream about it last night because I I did not know like it now it starts to get now it starts to get a little tricky for me. Um mm. for me at QB8 with the team change and his age and the weapons around him, I'm going with Russell Wilson at QB8. I'm going with Russ as my dynasty quarterback 8. Okay. I love I, lo- I love the fit in Denver, man, and as good like as DK, it. as good as DK and Tyler Lockett have been, I think the cast of weapons surrounding um, surrounding Russell Wilson now are the best that he's had. I, I think, or they have the potential to be the best that he's had. When you've got Judy and Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, um, Albert Akui Boonham, uh, 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 Javonta Williams, that offensive front, I, I think this is the best total cast of characters that Russell Wilson has had. And I do think Nathaniel Hackett coming from, where did he come from? Green Bay? Came from that Green Bay pass attack. I think they're going to allow him to throw the, you don't, you don't bring a guy like that in at 31 years old and say, you're going to hand it off, you know, 20, you know, 25, 30 times a game. Russ is going to have an ability to cook at his age. It feels kind of, I I, I know some people are like, Trey Lance, Justin, some shit like that. But I just, I would take him even over my hometown Cowboys favorite, Dak Prescott. But I think Danger Russ, Russell Wilson, QB8 is appropriate. Where are you at? So here's where I'm with you. And, and this was one of the big desertion points for me in, in the grading system. Was I gave Russell Wilson a four for his team and like the team that he plays on. Because okay. I feel like the weapons are slightly overrated. Not drastically okay. overrated, but slightly okay. overrated. I gave the Chargers a five. I gave the Bills a five. I gave the Bengals a five. And those were my only like perfect scores. That, from is a that a scale from one to five? Scale to one to five? Yeah. So that was a okay. perfect score from a team perspective. So only, I only gave out three, right? Those of me are like, they got weapons across the board, super talented, top fantasy options, top NFL options. So I didn't give him a a five out of five, but I thought about it. And if I did, he would have been much higher. But I really like this pick because he still came in as my QB 11, right? But it's all very, very close here. 
And the reason why is like you mentioned, like, I love the talent. I love the contract, the security, the coach. I think there's a lot of things going for him. It just, it didn't quite get there from the team. And then the age okay. slightly brought him down. So he was QB 11. But at my QB eight was Trey Lance. Oh, and you know how I feel, and you know how I feel about Trey Lance, right? So Trey Lance, oh. again, it's it's the upside. It's the he's not even 22 years old. He plays on a great team for a great coach, and all of these things. Like that was me giving him a contract of two and a job security of two out of five because he doesn't have any of those things, right? But with the talent that he possesses, the team he plays for, how young he is, and his coach and his situation, his situation score still was super, super high for me. And so, again, I don't love it. I, and, I, and I don't know how I feel about it because I've passed on Trey Lance at 10 overall before because I just, I don't really love it. But if he hits, he is, he needs to be this high. And so if you believe in Trey Lance or if you're trying to rebuild, and this is where I think having a QB is appropriate is if you want to win, you take Russell Wilson, you take Matt Stafford, you take Dak Prescott, whoever you want. But if you want to do a productive struggle, you take Trey Lance because of what he could be and his value is already so high. So I just, I wanted to propose this to you because like I said, this is what it spit out. And I wanted to, I want to go at this and be like, look, if he does hit, if the situation turns around for him, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, and as much as I don't love it, because I am I play a very risk adverse game of fantasy football for the most part, and especially with my QB one taking Trey Lance is a massive risk, high high risk high reward. Even at how high he's being drafted, there is still upside, and that's the scary part for Trey Lance. Man, um, you know how I feel about him, so I didn't expect this, but with. He is literally so young, even compared to the other guys. Like, if he hits this year, Ray, he will be going into an offseason at 22 years old. I get it, could be man. I get it. That's insane. That's just insane. Who do you think scores more fantasy points this year? Trey Lance, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, or Matt Stafford? Do you think Trey scores Lance the outsc- most? Do you think Trey Lance can outscore those guys this year? No. No. I would never make that So, bet. So, so... So I think the, the the good distinction to make is, and you said it, when by when now, I mean the next two to three years, would you take yeah. Wilson, Stafford, or Dak over Trey Lance? I think I would take them all over Trey Lance. Uh, yeah, I think I would take them all over Trey Lance. I Based guess, on what I'm seeing guess, right now, I think I, I would. My, my, my thing with Lance is we, we look at what he did last year, and it, it was weird. I, I don't even want to – like he played two games really, like – I guess he played. I guess we didn't he played see anything about him. We really didn't. Yeah, eighty-nine rushing yards, almost two hundred passing yards versus Arizona. Two fifty versus Houston in Week Seventeen. Thirty-one on the ground. Finished QB ten. Some finished QB fourteen. Um, one game where he had two passing touchdowns. I, I, I I'm not gonna argue it, man. Like I'm not gonna be like you're crazy. I, I get it. Like I want to take Trey Lance there too, but if I'm in a dynasty startup draft. Like that's there's a lot of risk there. You're saying you're risk adverse. There's a ton of risk with him Tons, because tons of risk. I I I think he can be really good. I know Russell Wilson is really good. I know Dak mm-hmm. Prescott is really good. I know Matthew Stafford's a monster and probably going to be a monster for the next three years. I hope Trey Lance is that good. Everybody out there, if anybody just says they know he's good and he's going to fire and he's going to hit, they're fooling themselves. I think we can have a strong feeling or a strong belief. Um, do you want to play that game? Where's he going in Dynasty? Where do you have to draft Trey Lance in a startup? You got to take he him on top of the QB second. QB 10, 
QB 10, 15 overall in Super You got to take him at two or three. But okay, so but running this exercise back a little bit, what if you took Deshaun Watson at eleven and then trade Lance at fifteen? How would you feel about that if those are your top two picks in a Superflex league? Now you now you're even more risky because you got the serial massage artist and then you got the hope of 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 Trey Lance. I think I I, I just I don't know, man. I want to believe in him. I have him I'm right outside. I have him right outside my top ten personally. Right outside. Okay. Uh, I do have him as the top-rated quarterback from last year, but I, I I would not want to start my draft off with Trey Lance as my QB1. I'd want him as my second quarterback off the board. I would not want to roll into the season with Trey Lance as yep. my top guy um, because there's a chance that he's not, right? There's a chance that 100%. coming from FCS uh, – Say, believe what you want. I don't know if it's smokescreen from San Francisco trying to drive the price of Jimmy G up, but they're in on Lance. They're not like I, I just I don't know, man. We just have to see it. I think he has all the talent, and even if he doesn't hit this year, Jay, to your point, if he shows potential, if he shows the flashes, the value is just going to be sky high going into yeah. the second full season starting, um, and we can easily see him being valued as QB seven, QB six in Dynasty. So I don't hate it. Um, for me personally, at nine, I've got Dak Prescott at nine. And then the final person inside my top 10 is old man Stafford. I just, that situation is just so good. I know. I old, know. Old man Stafford. He's old only 34. Stafford. Why are you doing I know. I know. I know. Old man Stafford. Well, he's the elder statesman of the group. He's the oldest one inside the top 10. So we'll put grandpa down there at QB 10. But with, with Allen Robinson, What's crazy is, as good as Stafford was last year, there's a chance he's even better this year. With A-Rob there, mm-hmm. with Cooper cut back, with a running back healthy, d- d- despite what we think about Akers, having a young back with Daryl Henderson um, back there from for the beginning of the season, he could be even better in 2021. I'm not saying Cooper Cup's going to go for 2,200 receiving yards, but having A-Rob and Cooper Cup there could could just be just beautiful for fantasy purposes. And the target's on their back. They're the champs. People want to take down the champs, so they're going to have to go get it every single week. Um, I, I, I like Stafford, man. You know, I, I'm, I, I don't like 34. You know, I'm not particularly happy with 34 because within two to three years, you will be having to replace him. But for the next two to three, man, you tell me I can go out and win my league pot. And a lot of people, it also depends on your league. Like I'm telling you, when you're playing in leagues where the buy-in is $250, $300, $500 buy-in, like you ain't fucking around with Trey Lance, man. Like $500 buy-in, 12-team league, winner take all, I want six k in December. I want my six grand. I want a new Rolex. I want I want the six grand from the league so I can put that to a Roly. Like that's what I want to do. I like to do shit like that. I like tennis chains. I like shiny things, Jay. So I'm not going to play around with Trey Lance in a in a startup draft with the league entry fees five hundred dollars. Like I can't, I can't do it. I cannot. I've got. I need some stability. I need to know what I'm getting. I need to know what I'm getting myself into and what I'm going to get out of said players. So for me, that rounds out my top ten. I've got Trey Lance at QB eleven. Um, right after Matthew Stafford, but I can definitely see a world in which what you're saying is true where he does hit or he at least semi-hits enough to where going into next season, people are like, yo, you got to get this guy inside the top six if you want him, you know? 
No, for sure. And, and so to round out the rest of my draft, it was Dak, Stafford, and Wilson after Lance, right? So it's the same three guys in a slightly different order. The reason why Dak came up a little bit higher was because of age, right? He's like six years younger than Matt Stafford's and probably has another contract ahead of him on top of that. I like the situation a lot too, playing in Dallas. You know, they did lose Amari Cooper, but they still have plenty of guys there to where I'm not too worried about the ultimate outcome of Dak Prescott overall. And he does have a bit of a rushing floor too, right? We've seen him in the past run. We'll see what happens this year. You know, he's obviously had the ankle surgery and last year he didn't run a ton. But if he kind of gets back to the old ways of Dak, he could be a guy who does run a little bit. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he you. wants to, man. I don't think he wants to. Uh, after after that ankle injury, you saw him look a little skittish in the pot. I don't think he wants to run. And I don't blame him. Shit, you get your damn legs mm-hmm. snapped in two. I wouldn't want to run either. I don't think he wants to. I think that the, 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 the rushing... I think that's over for Dak. Like the the rushing upside of Dak, if he gives you what did he do last year? I don't even know. But if he gives you like two hundred something yards on the ground, a couple of goal line touchdowns, I just I, I think that those days of Dak Prescott running and being a threat on the ground are pretty much over, man. Um, some players that I think could slide into this top twelve, Jay, top ten for me, Trey Lance. We've already talked about him a little bit from from your ranks. But what do you think? Yeah. Where are you at? My my, my big question is I'm looking at the players outside of the top 12 and, and trying to envision which ones could climb in there, which ones have a shot. And two guys that I want to talk about, polar opposites into the spectrum, opposite ends of the spectrum, one Derek Carr with Devontae Adams and his upgrade in L.A., in L.V., two, I know yeah. you hate him, you hate him, you hate him, but Justin Don't Fields. Don't say Mac Jones. Oh, no, thank God. Justin was... Fields. Oh, no, man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm so, not that spicy today. I'm not that spicy. But Justin Fields, where are you at with Carr and Fields potentially being? Because Derek Carr's only 30 years old, 31 years old. Justin Fields, young. I saw a report last night that Chicago wants to tear it down. Like they they want to like. Yeah, they should. Their like, team's terrible. Like, okay. Okay. So, right. so with Carr, with Carr, actually, he graded out pretty well. Um, I don't love Josh McDaniels. That's part of the issue why he didn't score overly high. He was QB, I think, 19, mostly because of age. So it's, it is definitely age-adjusted to a lot of a degree. But you talk about Justin Fields, right? He was QB 18. I think that's actually a really good spot for him. He was behind Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers. I have him behind Malik Willis. I have him behind Tua, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett. Right. Again, it's it's age and a lot of factors there. But honestly, the biggest thing for Fields and the reason why he scored so badly for me was because his team sucks. Like there's just nothing to see there. There's Darnell Mooney, Dave Montgomery. I don't believe in the coach coming in there to turn the team around. I don't believe in the G like I don't believe in anything they're doing in Chicago. And so from that perspective, I'm kind of like, why would I take him in a lot of ways? And but you're right. If they are able to figure it out on offense, get pieces in there, and and he does start running the ball more like we kind of expect, like we've seen in the past. He could absolutely be in the top 12, but I don't really believe there's a lot of guys who have the upside to do that because for me, it's like I look at what I'm seeing from some of these top quarterbacks and there's so many good ones, man. Like there's so many good ones that it takes, you know, being a dual threat quarterback who can throw for 4,500 yards and run for five touchdowns just to even come close to cracking this top 10 in value. So, you know, we'll see. And and the other guy I think has a very, 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 very small shot is obviously Tua, right? If you take the aspect of him actually being a good quarterback out of it and you look at the players he has around him, the offense they can potentially run, I get the Derek Carr factor, but I view him more as a Kirk Cousins from a value standpoint. Kirk Cousins may be drafted at QB 13, QB 14 and return value, 
but he's probably never going to return a top 12 value for you okay. because that's just not how people view him as far as his ceiling. That's as fair. good as Devontae Adams is, he's probably not going to return that value for you. That's fair. Um, just wanted to, I just wanted to ask you. That's fair. And then one of the players that I struggle with, man, and I, I, I think, Jay, we might – we might look back on this exercise. We might look back on where we value this quarterback and think, man, we were so wrong. Like, we should have bought in. But Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. I, like, Jalen Hurts. And, and I'm looking at what he did last year, right? And, like, to be fair, they really did not have a lot to work with offensively. It was Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. That's it. I mean, when you're rolling mm-hmm. out Jalen Rager and Quez Watkins – and Greg Ward, who was a college quarterback, and J.J. Ortega-White. It's just not a lot, man. But he finished QB6. And I think, Jay, I think Ryan McDowell, shout-out to R-Mac from DLF. He puts out every week during the fantasy season, like, QB1 finishes for the year. I think Jalen Hurts finishes a QB1, like, in 80-plus percent of his games last year. Like, yeah, QB1, finish, QB1 finish. QB1 finish. I think the hesitation where we're at with Hurts is the fact that we don't know or we don't trust that Philadelphia is totally committed to Jalen Hurts. If Philly came out today, Jay, let's play the game. Let's get out of here on this. Philly comes out today and says, Mm -hmm. here's a five-year... $200 $200 million deal for Jalen Hurts. He's my he's our I'll do quarterback it. of the future. I'll do it right now. He's so a, you, a, you talk about Jalen Hurts, but I'll yeah. do it right now in my model and see what it spits out. Yeah, if 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 Philly commits to Jalen Hurts, I'm taking him right after Kyler, over over Russ, over Dak, over Stafford. If, if I truly felt that Philadelphia was committed to Jalen Hurts for the long term, I think you have to, man. And and I still think he's a QB one. I'm don't get it twisted. I guess my reservation, hesitation, uh, you know, cautious optimism is the fact that I'm not sold that Philly is. But should that matter? Like even if Philly isn't, Jalen Hurts is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? Well, if Carson Wentz can keep starting, I'd say yes. If Jared yeah. Goff and and Drew Locke and Mitchell Trubisky and Marcus Mariota and the list goes on and on are starting quarterbacks, I think Jalen Hurts is a starting, a top 32 quarterback in the NFL. What did your model say? It spit him right above Lamar Jackson. Um, And the reason why it spit him above Lamar Jackson is because Lamar Jackson doesn't have the contract either, right? So if I give Jalen Hurts the contract and he is then a five for contract and a five for security, it literally bumped him right behind Joe Burrow, all the way up to QB6 overall. And not to say that I think he would necessarily fall in there, but to your point, that's the biggest problem with Hurts. It's, is Sirianni a good coach? Is that offense going to be any good? And more importantly, is Jalen Hurts going to be the quarterback after this season? You know, I, I gave him a, a two for job security, but in my heart, it's a one. Like, I don't think that he yeah, necessarily has I, a job after this season. And that's the biggest problem with Hurts. As good as he is, as locked in as a QB1 from a rushing perspective alone as he is, it's just if he can become a better passer and get that extension, he is easily, 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 easily a QB1. It's just the fact that he's not getting that same treatment that some of these other guys are getting. And he's not anywhere closer to an extension as some of these other guys are. And so for that, I just have to bump him down. And not to say that I won't draft him, but it has to be a good value that I'm happy with because it's just as good as his ceiling is for this season, next season and beyond, like nothing is guaranteed. All right. So uh, Jazz, uh, our girl Jazz, said that we've got to start in these shows by playing a game of Weddle. 
At first, I thought she was talking about Wordle, and I was like, I'm not fucking doing Wordle, but Weddle, and it's an NFL player guessing game, and it's entertaining. So let's, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I, I guess I need I need a tutorial. We'll, we'll try this tomorrow. We will do a game of Weddle uh, tomorrow. Let's put it in dark mode, any hard mode. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, hard I'm, mode, oh no. Yeah, we're gonna do this. So we're gonna we're gonna do this. Okay, so it came from Eric Weddle. Super. Okay, we'll do this tomorrow. We will start tomorrow's show, Jay, with a game of Weddle. All right, a game of Weddle. We All right, do cool. This. She said, "Do easy mode. It's easy. We'll do it tomorrow." So Jazz, we appreciate you. Um, where's the super chat at? Can you type that in for us real quick? It will never hit the account, but the uh, <laughs> the, the the catfish super chat from Jasmine herself. But we will do a game of Weddle tomorrow. And Jay, to your point, spitting him out ahead of Lamar. It's just a risk. And Joe said, if you're willing to bet on Davis Mills, damn it, you should be in on Jalen Hurts. And I think we might look back on this at the end of this season and be like, damn, Jay, we were a little too low, a little too low on Jalen Hurts. So there go the top 10 quarterbacks. Where's the cutoff point? What is the the top 10? So we got, like, because you're writing it down. What I think is I would bump, I would bump. Um, what is it? Lance out of my top 10, right? Even though he fell in the top 10, I'm with you. I would take Dak, um, Matt Stafford, and Russell Wilson. It's just what is the order do you, that you have for them in the top so, 10? So the order that I have, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, and Matthew Stafford round out the top 10 with Trey Lance at 11. I like it. Justin, uh, Trey Lance at 11 and Jalen Hurts at QB 12. Yeah, no, I like that. I think the ba- the last three are pretty interchangeable. I have it Dak, Stafford, and then Russ. So again, it just depends on kind of what your flavor is, what you like. Um, I think those back three, however you get them, are pretty interchangeable. You know, Dak drafted as QB7, Stafford QB11, and Russ QB9 in ADP. So you can get a bit of a discount if you want Stafford or Russ instead of Dak in some of these super flex drafts. All right, there it is. Yeah, we appreciate everybody tapping in. Please smash the like button. Jay, you were getting hit with some spicy takes. People thought you were a little little too spicy this morning. Yes, we need it for the algorithm, James. And listen, everybody in the chats, y'all know, your boy and my boy, we got mad love for you. Uh, We enjoy the engagement from everybody that taps into the show from the West Coast to the East Coast, those of y'all across the pond. We appreciate y'all tapping in. Show some love today. It's Tuesday. We can't. We got plenty of time to argue and beef with one another. I'm seeing BLM and Mike, all kinds of shit going on. I didn't know I was going to start this. I had no clue. I just wanted to do top 10 quarterbacks, and then it turned into to, uh, Battle Royale. But listen, yeah. we appreciate y'all being here. Just take a breather. Take a break. Go light up some. Go smoke you something. Drink you something. Get your mind right for a productive day. And make sure y'all get some rest so y'all can wake up with us tomorrow. Subscribe, thumbs up, like, algorithm. Jay, we out of this thing, man. Catch y'all tomorrow. Dynasty Trade Show. Put some trades in the comment. Peace.